Bigfoot. Is it real or is it a hoax? For ages, he has hidden in the forest, eluded hunters, baffled scientists, and remain a mystery. My entire life I've seen shadow people. For powerful and effective constipation relief. Hello and welcome to the Don't Break the Oath Christmas Special. Actually, I don't know if it is the Christmas Special because it might be one more episode. But let's just call it the yeah. the, the the potential Christmas Special. <laughs> yeah, the pre-Christmas Special way. Uh, well, I mean, some people will hear this. Uh, this will be the last one they hear before Christmas. I think the next episode will go out on the 23rd, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, we'll wish you Merry Christmas on, on this one, but we'll also wish you Merry Christmas on the 23rd. Okay, so Andy can't be with me today, but he's joining me through via Messenger. So, yep. if you're wondering about so, the sound quality. Yeah, well, is it, again, this is just a kind of a, a new thing for us, isn't it? Because obviously some people, you know, uh, some of the guests, you know, we want to have on the show can't use Skype. So, this is a new kind of uh, thing for us, isn't it, where we, they can actually come through Messenger onto the show. Yeah. Which will, uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, And obviously... If any of you out there have got any stories you want to share on the show uh, and you're already on Facebook with us, then Messenger, but that's the way to go. You can just get you on here, record the story, and uh, hey, presto. Yeah. Today we are talking about Ghosts That Kill. Ghosts. Yeah, Ghosts That Kill. Now, it was a fantastic show. I thought it was really, really good, mate, what we did. Yeah. Yeah, Because we, we we kind of explored the different avenues of... Do ghosts kill? Well, you know, we had our difference of opinions, of course. Mm. And, um, you know, we had a, uh, at the end, we we gave ours. But uh, I'm really hoping what the listeners think and what opinions they've got uh, of themselves as well, what they think. Do ghosts kill? Mm. So it's one of those things that we, you know, when we talk about the paranormal, this does crop up from time to time, you know, where, you know, a ghost said to have done this and said to, you know, we've got different opinions on it, whether we think that's even possible. Um, I don't think it's possible. I, I don't, you know, I really don't think there is such a thing as bad ghosts, but that's another story. Yep. Um, so we'll crack on with the show. Um, like I say, there will be a show coming out on the 23rd, which is another haunting. Uh, and then we've got uh, a Patreon show going up, hopefully tomorrow night. Uh, so yeah, that, that's how we rewind, isn't it? Lee? Yeah, we've got, a, yeah, we've got a rewind going up there and, uh, I think that one will be available for everybody. So if you're not a, if you're not a Patreon member, you will still be able to wear that show. It's just that we put it on Patreon because yeah. it's off our storage. So uh, and it's just a, like a little, you know, it's a little. It's not really a show show. It's a, you know, like we say, it's a rewind show. So we're going to look back at some of the guests that we've had on. Um, yep. You know, and and give our opinions of you know what we think. Uh, you know, shit like that. You know, whether we think we agreed or we disagreed or that kind of stuff. So, if you're interested in that, that should be up on Patreon, hopefully by the middle of this week. But you'll get the ordinary show on the 23rd. So, merry. So, I will wish you a merry Christmas now, just in case you wait. Yeah. Is this one you air before Christmas? We wanted to say a merry Christmas to everybody that listens. Uh, yep, happy Christmas. Uh, so, or, or if if you know what Maria says is happy winter solstice. Indeed, we wanted to wish everybody that uh, <laughs> supported us throughout this year. It's been a really good year for us, you know, support wise. Uh, we, yeah, you know, we welcome all the feedback, uh, the reviews. Yeah, please keep keep please keep uh, bringing back the you know keep, keep please you know keep giving us good reviews and 
you know, everything. It, it really helps us, doesn't it? Like, it really helps. It really make, does you help know, us, yeah. The feedback. And yeah, it really does. You know, we've had a lot of, you know, we have had a lot of support this year. So, you know, thank you very much for that. So that's goes yeah, to you. Much appreciated. We wanted thank to you. do uh, a little quick mes- Christmas message to anybody that may be listening to this who's in the, the armed services. It's, uh, you know, a lot of those guys and girls don't get to come home for Christmas. So, um, you know, they have to protect us from far afield, uh, you know, so we wanted to make sure, cause we've got family that are in the forces that are, uh, out of the country yep. at this time of year. So we wanted to make sure we said, uh, have a Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas to those individuals and anybody else that happens to be working away, f- you know, especially you've got a family and you have to work away for Christmas. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a bit shit in it. So. Yeah, it is. But we do it appreciate it. So we just wanted to make sure. Much, much appreciate. That's that. So um, join us next week. Uh, that will be the Christmas episode. Uh, it's not very Christmassy. It is a haunting. Don't want to break from tradition there, but um, I'm sure you'll really enjoy it. This is Ghost That Kill. There isn't actually um, one that I didn't cover on, on today's show that I did mention on the Hillbilly Horror Stories uh, podcast. So if you don't already listen to them, then if you go across, that should be out uh, today. So if you're listening to this, it will already be out. I think so. I did. I you know I was a I was a, a guest on Jerry's show there. So uh, and I did yeah. I did mention one of these stories today that I didn't cover on our show. So obviously you know you won't be hearing the same shit if you go across and listen to those. And most of you listen to them already because you know the t- you tell us on Facebook, so it's not a problem. He'll be the horror stories that is. So yep. Let's get on with the Joe's show. The, so the man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. today we give you. Ghost that kill. Indeed. Right, today we thought we'd do a show on ghosts that kill. Yes. Allegedly. Because it's cropped up in a few of the other shows that we've done where we've sort of mentioned that, um, well, I've, I don't believe there's such a thing as a bad ghost. I just see ghosts as energy, more or less. So um, on occasion, I've had reason to say, I don't think mm. ghosts hurt anybody kill anybody so we thought we'd look into a few cases yeah. where allegedly ghosts have harmed people killed people etc can we say that uh how do you mean kill you mean kind of uh coerce the person to commit suicide or i mean you know any we're, we're not saying that the ghost comes in a house and kills them we're saying maybe the ghost has influence no i'm saying i'm, you know, I'm saying to, anything, anything. Person to it go be, mad or it could be a case suicide. where people where the ghost actually kills somebody it can be a it can be a number of reasons, mm. but generally, it's a ghost that kills. Yes, yeah. that's the. Well, this is what we will try to do today: trying to uh, put our uh, views so, across. The first one then is the Bell Witch. Okay, and most people will be familiar with the Bell Witch story. Um, it's something that we'll probably do uh, uh, later date. A lot of podcasts have covered it, so we haven't really touched on it yet. But in the case of the Bell Witch. Uh, John Bell is alleged to have been killed by the Bell Witch, though, uh, the ghost, by poison, but allegedly poisoned him. Now, again, it's difficult to say uh, that it was definitely the ghost, but apparently the ghost or the witch, later on, she tells people that she poisoned him. So that's a fair one. Um, strange, but... Again, poison, and again, you know, it's not... It's not definitive, is it? No, but, not really. No, but, uh, I mean, you know, that is, is anybody can call it out. I want to, you know, poison his food. Why, you know, yeah. they blame the ghost. 
Uh, I think his wife was poisoned as well. But anyway, the second case, if you like, is the case of the Beast of Alcatraz. Yes. Okay, now I did find out when I was doing the research for this one that Alcatraz, you know what Alcatraz means? No. It means the Island of Pelicans. Ooh. Yeah, in Spanish, apparently, because apparently there was fuck all there when the Spanish came, like, so. Um, now, this one, the Beast of Alcatraz, uh, happens in the hole. Now, a lot of people will be familiar with the hole of Alcatraz, um, which is basically, um, what do you call it? Uh, when you get put in there on your own. It's solitary, solitary confinement. confinement. Yeah, yeah. Solitary that's confinement. what I'm looking for. And apparently there was uh, maybe... There was four cells uh, dedicated just for, just for this purpose. Mm. Okay, there was other cells uh, further up the the Al- in Alcatraz that were were used for something similar, but not quite as as bad. But essentially, what you've got is a cell. It's a solid door. As soon as the door shut, there's no light in there. Apart from this cell fourteen uh, D, these four solitary confinement cells did have a dull, a really dull bulb in there right. for whatever reason. What used to happen with these cells is that the the, the guards would um, come in in the morning and take your mattress away. But your mattress was pretty shit, to be fair. It was better than sleeping on the concrete floor, whereas the other cells, occasionally people was putting them ones and they didn't have uh, mm. mattresses. And they actually would spend a few days in there and they'd come out with arthritis and all sorts of shit from laying on the cement floor. But these cells, these solitary confinement cells, 14D and the rest, these four, they did, you did get like a, a straw mattress, basically, which is you know, better than no, but yeah. it's not great. And um, <coughs> well, they'd, let you, they'd let you sleep on it in the night. In the morning, they'd come and remove the mattress. Right, so you'd spend in there a few days. I think it was, you got three days in there just on bread and water. The third day, they'd give you a solid meal. Yeah, and then you'd do another three days on bread and water. You could be in there for 19 days on a on end. So it's not a great place. So the guards were used to hearing people go in there and scream, and people actually went insane in these cells. So the guards were, were used to the screams mm, and all the rest yeah. of it. So this one particular night, a guy goes in there, and again, you know, it's, it's there's no furniture in there. It's just a straw mattress and a dull bulb, and he's in there, and he starts screaming. And again, like I say, this wasn't uncommon, so it's not like the guards were like, oh, shit, let him out. You know, mm. They were just ignoring it, basically. Now there was a rumor that the this particular wing was uh, D block, I think it's called, was um, haunted by a presence, yeah. a figure like a black shape, this kind of thing. And a lot of the guards had actually seen it. And it was, you know, there was one of them things where they took the piss out of the guards that were doing the patrols there and that. And uh, in uh, later years, now it was like a tourist attraction. A lot of paranormal researchers go in there, and a lot, a lot of people have seen this uh, figure. Now, some people say it's more beast-like, which is why it's called the Beast of Alcatraz. Some people say it's more human-like, and they say it's the the ghost of a previous inmate. Or, or some people say it's the, the ghost of a Native American that was... Because uh, it used to be a prison for them Yeah, yeah. back in the Civil War, wasn't it? So there's a lot of rumours as to what it was. But this particular night, this guy gets put in the cell. He's on his own. He's in there, and he's screaming. And these screams go on for a long, long time. The guy's obviously time to shut up. He doesn't, and then eventually, at some point in the night, the screams just stop, and the guards just assume he's he's fell mm. asleep. You know, he's he's worn himself out and he's fell asleep. Anyway, next morning they go in there to remove the mattress, uh, and they find him laid on the floor. His eyes were bulging out of his head. He was, you know, purple, 
he had bruises around his neck. Now, later, the, the coroner said that these bruises were consistent with strangulation, um, but not consistent with self-strangulation. Apparently, it's very difficult to strangle yourself with your hands mm. because you pass out before you die. Yeah. Okay? So, it's very difficult. But this guy, apparently, that night was alleging that he was seeing glowing eyes. This is where the beast comes in. He was seeing glowing eyes in the cell, and he was complaining to the guards that there was something in the cell with him with glowing eyes. Next morning, he's found dead. So, mm. is this a case of a ghost that killed? Yeah. Well. Um, you know, when you talk... I mean, there's really two two possibilities here. Either there was something in the, in the cell with glowing eyes that strangled him to death, or the guards killed him. Um, and again, uh, yeah. Which, you know... They gave him a good beating. I thought, yeah. oh, we've gone too far. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Apparently, that one uncommon on, uh, 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 in the D-block, apparently, the... The other prisoners would hear the screams of anguish of mm. prisoners being beaten in these particular cells, and then they would sort of rile up, and then basically the whole island would start. All the inmates would start, you know, shouting in that because they knew what was going on. Yeah. So it wasn't uncommon that the the guards did beat, but no one's ever owned up to it. Okay, none of the guards have ever owned up to killing this guy, which which I mean, which is understandable because you know, you know, if you kill someone, it's it's you're not really gonna. Uh, but you get death con- deathbed confessions, don't you? Um, but no, as far as we know, nothing, no one's ever admitted to it, so. It does sound uh, really, you know, you know, obviously the fact that the ledge that he, you know, went in there and his, his eyes were bulging and he had marks around his neck and he had been strangled. Hmm. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, it's possible. But again, you know, it could be. Uh, I just get the sense maybe you know some guy's gone there one night, shut the hell up, you know. Yeah, got beating, fed up with gone him, too yeah. much. Oh God, yeah, on the. So maybe they've gone in and put some marks on his neck and Poss- possibly walked out and said, "Okay, sure, oh, ghost has done it," you know. So yeah, I think I, I think that's that one. So. so you've got some. Yeah, I've got some. Uh, the, I've got some folklore ones which are quite good. Yeah, you know, I've got one for the Navajo. Uh, their belief system that uh, there resides a special type of spirit known as Chindi. Uh, it normally brings the byproduct of violence, whether accidental or during warfare. So, yeah, Chindi is made up of everything that was bad about the person who died. So, if someone died who's bad, he's yeah. going to be bad. So, when he's good, he's going to be good. So, they said energy, you know, Chindi. Uh, failing to properly honour the burial of a person can also bring about a Chindi as well as even mentioning the deceased name, which is why the Navajo didn't speak of the dead. Sometimes the Chindi would even terrorise an entire family for decades, as in the case of the Long Salt family, who were said to have been tormented for for over 100 years. Uh, The house or possessions of a dead person are the most likely places to find the Chindi, which is why they are often isolated or destroyed outright. Uh, because of this, the Navajo try and have death to take place outside so the house doesn't become haunted. Uh, medicine men are said to be able to place the curse on people who wrong them and the afflicted become tormented by Chindi. In addition, the Navajo believe a disease known as ghost sickness will arise from contact with one of these spirits. So what that says to me is a ghost can influence, mm. maybe not kill, but it can influence people here. You know, so if someone bad dies and he likes to do bad stuff and he wants to come back and then influences bad ways on other people. Not saying he's going to kill people, but he'd like to, but he can't. 
but he'd like to influence people to be just like him. So one, you know, so one, <clears throat> once bad, always bad, always bad. But no, I'm, I'm not saying he's always bad. Maybe the past next two or three lives, but it just depends on that person, you know. Yeah. Um, I've got another one here yeah. from. This is for a Japanese folklore. Uh, the spirits of those who died at sea. Mm. Uh, these are called the Funyue, uh, and they are commonplace. Sorry. In, well, yeah, I'm trying to the the Funyue. That's all I can. Just that's all, that's all I can do. Okay, I'm not good at Japanese. Not good. At Sco- <laughs> I'm not good at Scots as you, Lee. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, yeah, these are a commonplace in Japanese folklore. I used to have a Scottish girlfriend. She was eight. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not going down there. Uh, and their name literally translates as ship ghost. Ship uh, ghost. Ship, not 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 shit ghosts, but ship ghosts. Okay, boat ghost. Yeah, okay. Uh, they are said to possess super, uh, supernatural powers with the ability to make any number of ghostly ships appear. Uh, then they use this to lure the living captains of nearby boats to veer off course, normally to their deaths. Well, again, you know, you look at this, so they influence. Mm. It's like, you know, the legend of sirens, you know, where they lure you to the rocks. Yeah, they scream. They want to kill you, but they can't kill you till you get to the rocks. So, again, I think it's, they love to influence you, you know, so they, you know, so. They don't don't have direct contact with you. No, but they they like to influence you to veer off course and go to the rocks. Mm. Then they'll kill you. Well, I've got a case here where it involves a, a fair degree of, Direct contact. Right, okay. Okay, and this is the, the, the cursed grave of Carl Pruitt. Okay, and this takes place in 1938, allegedly. Okay, in Pul- Pulowski, is it? Pulowski, I don't know, County, Kentucky. Okay? You say Kentucky then, yeah. Yeah. America. So, essentially, what happens here is he's a carpenter, and he goes out doing his daily thingy, get finished daily. Okay, so the missus isn't expecting him home. Okay. So he comes home to find her in bed with another man. Okay. Yeah, well, it happens. Obviously, he's a bit upset about this. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, we, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so he... I would be. ...endeavours to strangle her. Okay, so while he's strangling her, the guy who she was with, he jumps out the bedroom and the scarf is like... So... The first thing he could get to his, you know, to hand was a chain. Apparently, you know, in Kentucky, they like to keep chains in the bedroom. Okay, mm. but uh, he he, ch- he put this chain around her neck and strangled her uh, with this chain. At that point, he's, um, you know, she's dead, and he's distraught. Of course, yeah. obviously, yeah. So he he takes to, um, well, he blew his brains out. Basically, he got his pistol and blew his brains out. He committed suicide at that point. Now the story goes that the obviously the, the both died at the same time, so they're both going to be buried in the same graveyard. Now the family of the wife protested, you know, yeah. did not want this guy who was just killed. You know, I know it's his wife still, but they didn't want here in the same graveyard as this fella. So they got the wish, uh, and he was buried in a separate graveyard just on the outskirts of town. Okay. okay. So the rumor got around, and the legend got around, and a lot of people were caught up in this. And it's like anything, you know, urban legend and all the rest of it. You have to go and test it out. I mean, we're going shortly, aren't we, to have a look for this little goblin creature that's been seen around here. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, this is, this is an example of this. So, <laughs> you know, so if we don't come back, you, you, know, you, know, you, know, the, you, you know, the goblin's got yeah, us. Yeah, if you don't see, you know, if any more podcasts don't get produced. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so 
rumor gets around, and the and these lads, you know, decide that they're going to go out there and um, and check the grave out because what people have been saying is that the grave itself, the gravestone, mm. these brownish circles have started appearing on the gravestone and then started linking together almost like representing a chain right okay okay so obviously people wanted to go and have a look at this uh, curiosity and that so these lads go out there and there were a little lad called james collins who egged on by his mates decided he didn't believe in all this shit why would you so he decides he's gonna throw a stone at the grave and he throws a stone at the gravestone and chips it mm. okay so they're all having a laugh and they decide to go home. Now, he's on his way home. He's actually on his mate's bicycle as well. But he's biking home and it's alleged that his chain broke, his bicycle chain broke, managed to wrap around his neck and strangle him. Ooh. Which is, you know, unusual, okay? So again, I mean, all this could be coincidence, but okay, so the chain, so you've got the chain there. Yeah, okay? strangulation. Strangulation. And, and he's dead. Obviously, the mother, uh, Mrs. Collins, she buries her son. She knows that what happened, that the, mm. the lads are told yep. her what happened and all the rest of it. And, and in her anguish in that, she takes it upon herself to go to the grave and destroy it. Mm. Okay, so she goes, takes an axe to the gravestone and smashes it into smithereens. Mm. Okay, nothing left of it. She goes home. She has a few drinks, whatever. She carries on the life. Next day, she's out putting the laundry up on the line and she trips into the line uh, which breaks at one end coils around the neck so you've got the you've got you could imagine here that she's uh, entangled in this line she's struggling the more she struggles the tighter it gets mm. she's got the it's still attached at one end the weight of the washing on the other end which is yep. you know, heavy when it's wet she can't get this free and um, obviously she strangles to death mm. okay so we've got this sort of running theme here um, Look, it, I've, I've got a, I'm getting a pattern here. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's alleged that the when they eventually found her, mm. they found the axe what she'd used to destroy the uh, grave, uh, and it still had you know granite or whatever mm. the, the the stone was made of. It still had the the dust on on the axe, so it was clearly been used yeah. for that. But when people went to the grave, the grave was intact. Oh, right. Now you got the little boy who was meant to have chipped it a bit of it. She's attacked it with an axe, and yet the grave's perfectly fine. So, you know, that's just adding to this story. It seems it seems a bit like the Christine story, doesn't the car? You know, it gets wrecked, and all of a sudden it comes back. Yeah, you know, it comes back perfect again. Uh-oh. Well, then it goes on to these policemen okay they were sent to investigate the grave for whatever reason well it was there's a lot of conjecture here you've got um, people saying that they were sent to investigate the grave because people had had enough and wanted to know what was going on then you got the other side of the story where it's just two coppers wanting to investigate themselves because it was was interested and bored so anyway they go out there take photographs of it take photographs of themselves sitting on the grave and you know just generally taking the taking the piss like um, just bollocksing around, you know. They, one of the guys was a little bit more nervous, should we mm. say? And the other guy was a bit more, you know, flippant. You know, yeah. I don't believe in all this bullshit cases and that. And and you know, he was the one who had this picture taken on the grave and all the rest of it. Whereas the other guy wasn't wasn't really. 
He was a bit more nervous mm. about the situation. Anyway, he eventually gets, gets tells the other guy, look, we'll, you know, we've, we've spent enough time here, let's go. So they jump back in the car. This is a couple of years after the, the grave had been there, by yep. the way. So they're driving home, away from the grave, and they see a light in the rearview mirror, bright light, following them. Um, obviously, at first, they think it's some sort of glare, whatever. But it's pretty evident that this light is following them, and it's getting closer and closer. Now, the guy who's driving obviously speeds up to get away from it because now he's a bit worried because mm. he's wondering, you know, his case yeah. and all the rest of it. The other guy's telling him to slow down, slow down, slow down because he's panicking. But this light keeps getting closer and closer. Anyway, eventually he loses control of the car, goes off the road. The passenger, the guy who didn't who believed the case more so than the, other, than the driver, he's actually flung out of the car. Um, and the car comes to a, you know, mm. screeching out, crashes into a fence and all the rest of it. He's flung out the car. When he eventually gathers himself and gets up, he's actually fairly unarmed, mm. cuts and bruises. Goes back to the car to check on the driver, his colleague, and he's basically been almost decapitated by this chain on this fence post. Okay. So <clears throat> it sounds like a this sounds like a Hollywood movie. Absolutely, yeah. Sounds a bit unbelievable. Yeah. You might say. Yeah. But anyway, so at this point. You know, people are staying away from this graveyard, okay? Staying away from this grave in particular, uh, which you'd expect, apart from this farmer called Arthur... Oh, no, this farmer... No, 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 so someone else. This farmer um, driving past it on his awesome buggy with his family. Yep. And he says, oh, look, there's that grave of that, you know... There's the grave of that guy that's meant to be cursed, blah, blah, blah. And he's probably had a drink, I don't mm. know. Can you drive a horse and buggy for him? Probably. Possibly. So he, he's, he's, he's belting along. Anyway, he takes out his pistol and fires a few shots at this grave, obviously destroying part of it in the process. Mm. With that, the horses rear up because of the gunfire. They're, you know, they're spooked. Mm. They they take off. Now, apparently this buggy came to a... veered off the road like the car did, crashed. His family were okay. Now... Some of the stories say they jumped off mm. when the when the horses spooked. Some of them say they they did they actually crashed as well, but they were all right. But whatever, he tumbles off the front of the the buggy, gets wrapped in the reins of the horse. The horses pull apart and strangled. he's strangled to death. Oh, did you guess? Yeah, definitely, definitely a pattern. Yeah. So um, the last death in this sequence is a guy called Arthur Lewis. And again, you know, he's probably had a drink and he's, mm. he's heard the rumours and he wants to put an end to this. He don't believe in it, don't believe in the case. So he, he wants to put an end of it. So he sets out in the middle of the night with a hammer and chisel and he's going to destroy this grave once and for all. Yeah. Okay, so <coughs> people in the local vicinity heard the hammering and the chiseling and all the rest of it. And that was quickly replaced with screams. Okay, so... They hear these screams and the screams stop. Uh, they gather up torches and that and they they go out there to have a look what, what's going on. Mm. They find this guy, this Arthur Lewis, at the um at the entrance to the grave, uh, in his haste to run away from whatever he'd seen or heard at the grave, he'd actually run into the chain, which was locking the gates. Yeah, yeah. And um it's not clear whether he, he strangled himself or just died of a heart attack at that point. Mm. Died of shock, you know, frightened to death. But anyway, he was dead at the gates there. Uh, 
Now, after this, a lot of people who were buried in the graveyard started moving their relatives out of that graveyard. Didn't want to be anywhere near yeah. it. And it's it's alleged that eventually the graveyard was basically deserted. He was the only grave in it. They took the ed- they removed the headstone and all the rest of it. And then there was a mining operation that came through there, and event and that grave's completely gone now. Yeah. Um. Now, again, it could ju- all this could be coincidence. There's it could be made up. Okay. It sounds like a Hollywood movie. It, yeah, it sounds a bit. You know, if it's too good to be true, generally you think it is. But a lot of people have done a bit of digging on this, and uh, this was alleged to have happened in 1938. Okay, but um, people have done a bit of digging, and they have actually found that in 1910 there was an Enos C. Pruitt, and this guy was meant to be called Carl Pruitt, yeah. so he might have gone by C. Pruitt. Spelt different because the original guy was spelt P R U I double T. This fellow was spelt P R E U. W I double T. Okay. Okay. So it's different, slight, different, slight spelling there. But he was uh, forty-four when he died, and it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Okay. But this was in uh, Louisville, I think. So not too far away, but not in the mm. not where this is meant to have taken place. But again, you could be talking about, you know, you're back. You're talking back in 1910. So this would have just got round the grapevine, I guess, yeah. uh, more than anything. Uh, and then one of the other, the the, the farmer that was um, said to have died, this was, so that was 1910. There was a farmer that died in on July 6, 1914, a guy called Whitley. And he died in a buggy crash. Um, yeah. Okay, so elements of this sort of stack up in the yeah. historical record. Not completely, uh, but it, it seems more, it seems more bullshit than anything. But like I say, could just be a retelling of an old story, you know, folk how yeah. urban legends spread. Um but that's the that's the case of the grave of Carl Pruitt. Well, well again, you never know, dear. I've got one here. This is a, a Japanese one. These are called the uh Onryo. Uh an Onryo is a malevolent ghost which usually returns to the land of the living to write wrongs it experienced in past lives mm. vengeful uh, ghosts yeah normally they are women although male on are not here unheard of tormenting their former lovers and families bring the spirits great pleasure and they often drive the living to commit suicide mm. on is usually they usually wait a few days even a month in some cases before starting their attacks on their relatives because they want to see who is mournful and who isn't. Again, I'm getting this pattern here of these ghosts or whatever they're called can influence, not kill, but not, you know, I'm saying they can influence and then it drives the person to commit suicide or, you know, jump off a cliff or whatever. You know, they can influence, yeah, but, you know, uh, again, that story you had, but it was, now, if that's the case, then that's more of a curse than a, yeah, but it, obviously, you have to say it was the ghost carrying it out, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I mean that they, if it know, was true, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, the guy killed his missus. Uh, her lover got away, mm. so that might might have pissed him off. So he's not gonna, yeah, yeah move well, yeah. on until yeah. he gets him. So uh, you don't know. Well, it's interesting why he didn't go after him, isn't it? But well, um, I think he was too busy. Yeah, yeah, uh, people that attacked his grave, but um. <laughs> It's interesting the folklore aspect of it because you've got 
quite a lot of different cultures all over the world, yeah. from Mexico it, to yeah. to Japan, where they have this female spirit, you know, that go this vengeful spirit yeah. that goes after people. Um, and again, it's it's, it's 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 you know they they do say it kills, but I, I, what I'm getting here, all the folklore all over the world, is they the the spirit can influence. Mm. You know, a person to drive himself to, to death or herself to death. You know. Well, my um, my last one is the case of the crying boy. Now, I I remember this from <coughs> um, being a kid, and I remember that someone had a painting of this particular. So do boy. I. Yeah. I have a painting of it as and, well. Uh, and nothing ever happened there, but it, but the you know the room was there. Yeah. And maybe his kids were saying, "Oh, you have got to get that out of your house." Yeah, now it was. Yeah, our house is going to be burnt down. This is attributed to the sun. Uh, which is a British tabloid, you know, it's a newspaper in Britain, and it's uh, it's known for for making shit up. Yeah, basically, yeah. well, all papers do, don't they? Well, all, all but the, the sun particularly. The sun is like the number one. Yeah, bullshit. the sun. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, if it's in the sun, it's bullshit generally. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, now they they what had happened? There's been a series of fires where the house had been destroyed, and the firefighters were claiming that even though the house was totally destroyed, that this particular painting of a crying boy, mm. and I'll put the picture up for those who want to see it on, yeah. the, on the hangout light, but it um, was to- was completely unharmed. And, and it, this had happened on several fires that they've been called out to. Um, I, I know a lot of experts sort of said, well, it, 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 it's not supernatural as it might sound at first. Um, mm. I think it's because a lot of people were attributing the, the painting to causing the fires, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, but you know, but this was a this was a painting what you know, it was a reproduction painting that pretty much everybody had. You know, like uh, everybody has certain paintings, don't they? You know yeah, I mean? yeah. And um the 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 explanation or the you know, the reasonable explanation was that the, the painting itself was was paint was uh, painted with some sort of fire fire retardant sort of varnish. Yeah, right, okay. Okay, so it wouldn't burn. Um, did, did the frame burn then? No, the no, no. The painting, the frame, everything was okay. So, so everything was, everything was yeah, yeah. Fight out again. You see, you know. but again, you know, the painting's on the wall. So, and generally, it's it's somewhere out of the way, isn't it? So, I guess if there's a fire around, I don't know. But it was, um, should we say, a far-fetched tale, probably. Yeah, but then, but then if you got you know uh, with the statements from the fireman itself, and the fireman's not going to lie, is he? But, uh, but it, you know, again, you, you know, you just don't know. I mean, uh, but it's interesting that it, the, I mean, did the, the painting... blaze kill people? I mean, did well, it... yeah, I mean, imagine it would because I mean, there's plenty of fires where this was this was totally unarmed in the house, you know, Ooh. where the house was otherwise destroyed. But it's interesting that the painting was of a a crying boy as Ooh. well, you know, because yeah. that led people to say, well, it's because the boy died in the fire, or his family died in the fire, and you know, yeah. and that's why it the fire. Yeah. So it's it's like an urban legend then comes out of it, doesn't it? But um, Again, as I've said to you before, yeah, I think it's influence. You know, to, 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 uh, things can influence events or people to do other stuff. Mm. You know, um, uh, you know, I, I think I don't think ghosts can kill. No, I think they can influence them. Yes, but you know, that's my take on that one. But I did like that one about the. Uh, you know, it sounded like a, a Hollywood movie that lady. Mm. You know, we're talking about you know someone you know. Uh, you know, chips chips a gravestone. Right, I'm going to chain him. If someone does something else, I'll chain him. You know, so hmm. well, there's this last one here, and it's um, the Bjork Trop Runestone, which is in 
Sweden? Sweden, no. Yeah. yeah I don't know that. <coughs> but it, apparently, these are large runestones in a field. And one of the runes very clearly states to anyone who tries to break the monument that they will be uh, incessantly plagued with malestations of doom and insidious death. Ooh, right. Okay. okay. So... You know, it's telling you don't don't fucking mess with these runestones, <laughs> basically, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, it's basically saying prosecutor uh, trespassers Again, will it, be. It does this show in cases more though than? Well, uh, you know, it's a well. I give the story. So, some people have suggested that it's a grave or a monument, um, whereas others have said it's just some sort of border, which which exists as a shrine to an ancient god. Yeah. Okay. But the rumours persist that one one man. Uh, tried to remove the stone by setting it ablaze and then pouring cold water on it. In in essence, he was trying to crack the stone. Right, okay. Okay, so he, he set a fire next to it and he was going to pour cold water on it, hopefully crack it and then he could remove the stone. Um, I don't know what he was going to do with it, but that was his plan. But apparently a gust of wind sent the flames in the man's direction, lighting him on fire and killing him. Mm. So his plan it backfired and it never worked. And, and the stone said, you know, if you fuck about us, we're going to kill you. So, yeah, it's more of a curse than a ghost, I guess. Unless it's the ghost of the guy whose grave it is, because it allegedly yeah. it could be a grave. Yeah. So, I don't know. But don't mess with runestones. I'm usually quite good with stones. But, I don't know. In closing, I think... Um, no, I still, I still don't believe that there's such thing as a bad ghost. Oh. I just think there's... I think ghosts of energy, and energy is just energy. Wow. Um, and again, you know, the way I always say it yep. is, uh, if you imagine energy, which causes the ghost to be like uh, equivalent to electricity, mm. um, electricity can go to electric chair and kill somebody. It can go to a life support machine and and, yeah, well, that, and help somebody. But you wouldn't say, you would not say the en- the, the electricity or the energy in this case going to the electric chair is is bad energy no, and it's the, just the, a tool. the the energy going to the it's good energy it's just energy yeah so for me if ghosts are energy which i think if they are if they exist they are there's no such thing as a good and a bad i think it's just energy yeah well my, 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 on me i'm afraid uh, there is good ghosts sorry there are good entities and bad entities uh maybe it takes them a few few lives to you know be better people but um, it exists in the low astrals. Um, and I think they do influence, or they try to influence uh, people to do what they like. You know, if, if, you're, if you're an evil person in this life, you're going to be an evil person in the next life, in the, ne- in, in, the, in the astral world. So, I mean, it's like, you know, like if you was a, if you was a really nasty person, you're a really evil person, you know, and you go into the low astral realms, you know, yeah, but you're not going to change like that, are you? What you want to see? You want to see evil, bad shit, crap. You still because that's what your mind is. You know that's what you want to do. So, I think they love to influence and kill people and want to see this and that. So yes, I, I don't think ghosts can kill. No, I think they can influence you to go over the edge. Mm. You know, um, which is you know it's and that's satis- satisfactory for them. Yeah, you know, uh, but as as you know. So a ghost knocking on the door, going in and stabbing somebody? No, 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 I don't believe that can happen. No, but I think they can. They, they influence you to stab yourself. Okay. Well, um, if you agree with him, 
Yep. Or if you agree with me, or if you've got a different opinion, we'd, love, we'd love to hear it. So please let us know. All the um, relevant information will be in the show notes. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. And uh, we will see you as soon as possible. Yeah. Take care now. You always have to have the last word, don't you? I don't. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>